grace and peace, love and mercy from God our Father, through Jesus Christ, our risen Savior and Lord. Amen. I would uh, direct your attention to the cover of our bulletin, the text for our Thanksgiving worship, Psalm 100. Let's read that psalm together, shall we? Make a joyful noise to the Lord, all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come into his presence with singing. Know that the Lord, he is God. It is he who made us, and we are his. We are his people, and the sheep of his pasture. Enter his gates with thanksgiving, and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him. Bless his name. For the Lord is good, his steadfast love endures forever, and his faithfulness to all generations. Dear brothers and sisters in Christ, it's Thanksgiving. I suppose the question should be, so what are you thankful for this year? This is how it works. This is how it works in our families. Is how it works in our society. Is how it's supposed to work in our church. So what are you thankful for this year? It's not a bad question. But notice where the focus is when we ask that question. What? What things? What stuff? All too often, our focus, not only at Thanksgiving, but each and every day of our life are on our things. Our health, our wealth, our country, our economy, our stuff, our possessions. And then we list off the things that we are thankful for. Our focus, once again, on the things, on the stuff. My friends, unless there is a giver, there cannot be a receiver. All too often, our thanksgiving is nothing more than kind of a warped sense of Karma. That's what's big in the world today, right? What goes around comes around. It's my turn. I earn it. I deserve it. And we end up being thankful for ourselves. We end up being thankful to ourselves. When you get a paycheck, you don't thank your boss. You've earned it. You deserve it. When you get a good grade on a test, you don't thank the teacher or professor. You've earned it. You deserve it. Far too often, our thanksgiving is not really a thanksgiving, but simply a recounting of the things that we deserve, that we earn, Thanks be for me. That's not the way 
our national day of thanksgiving was intended. First, with President Washington making an official declaration of thanksgiving, thanksgiving for the blessings that the nation enjoyed, but the focus was on a thanksgiving to God, the giver of all good gifts. After all, that was the focus of the traditional first thanksgiving that we remember here in America. The pilgrims didn't give thanks to the Native Americans. The pilgrims gave thanks to God. Later on, when Abraham Lincoln issued the first Thanksgiving proclamation that, that really is what we are celebrating here today and tomorrow in our nation. The nation was in the middle of a civil war. People believed that they had little or nothing to be thankful for. And in that first proclamation, President Lincoln went on to talk about the blessings that we did have, even in the midst of the trials and tribulation and war. And the focus was on giving thanks to God, the great benefactor, the giver of all good gifts. My friends, that is lost in our country today. No, we're more consumed with Black Friday. And now we have Black November because you can't get all your shopping done in one day. We're more concerned about gluttony and excess with the Thanksgiving meal, the point spreads on the football games, than we are on giving thanks. Oh, sure, we have Giving Tuesday after Thanksgiving. But we do that mainly so we can get one more tax write-off before the end of the year. My friends, tonight, God's Word, Psalm 100, directs us to a proper, biblical, Christian theology of thanksgiving. You see, you can't really force somebody to give thanks. We try that with our kids all the time, don't we? Our kids get a gift or a present, birthday, Christmas, and moms and dads are, are so anxious and eager to teach the children to be thankful. What do you say now? Say thank you. There's a lot of good in that. But what about when that small child isn't thankful? They don't like the gift they've received. It's not what they want. Forcing thanksgiving doesn't work. It isn't God-pleasing. Nowhere in Scripture does God command you to be thankful. It's a byproduct. 
I buy a byproduct of what, you may ask? Take a look at God's word. Make a joyful noise to the Lord. Yahweh, King of kings, Lord of lords, the one who was and is and is to come. All the earth, all the earth make that joyful noise. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come into his presence with thanksgiving. Why? Because you know who the Lord is. He is God. Not your money, not your possessions, not your political party or affiliation, not your hard work, not that unholy trinity of me, myself, and I. There is one God and one God alone, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. What did this God do? It is He who made us, and we are His. We belong to God. We don't like to talk much about creation in the church for fear that the world outside of these walls will mock us. Oh, there's those Christians again. They actually believe that God made everything. Yes, we do. And shame on us for not acknowledging that we do. We belong to God. Why? Because he made us. Everything we see, everything we have, everything we are, a gift of God. A creator God who created the heavens and the earth. Everything we see, everything we own, everything we are. We are God's possession simply because he made us. He gave us life. He knit us together in our mother's womb. We are his and we belong to him. If that was the only reason to give thanks, it would be enough. But there's so much more. We are his people. The sheep of his pasture. We are his prized possession. We belong to him, like sheep belong to a shepherd. There's a lot of sheep-shepherd imagery in Holy Scripture. The book of Isaiah, God talks about sheep. We're all sheep, right? We all, like sheep, have gone astray. Every one of us, each to his own way. We know it. We know it's true. We want to follow our own path. We want to listen to our own voice. We want to do what we want to do when we want to do it. Thanksgiving comes around, sure. Thank me for my hard work. Thank me for my great savings and investment plan. Thank me for all I am. Idols come in a variety of ways, and we are all masters at creating them. We all, like sheep, have gone astray, each one of us, to our own path. But the Lord has laid on him, 
Jesus. The guilt. The iniquity of us all. You want to know about the giving nature of God? God who did not spare his own son, but gave him up for us all. God who loved us and gave his son as our substitute, as the penalty and payment for our sins. This God who gives us Jesus, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. This Jesus who sheds his blood for all of our sin, for all of our lack of faithfulness and thankfulness, for all of the times we have worshipped the gifts that God has given us instead of giving him thanks for them, for all of the times our thankful hearts are non-existent. And again, gluttony and excess have become our gods for all these sins and more. Christ Jesus has bled and died. He has marked our bill paid in full. God gives not because we earn it or deserve it, but because God is good. We don't talk much about the goodness of God, do we? God is good. The scriptures declare it. When we think of good, we think of, oh, slightly better than average, but not great. No. God is by nature good. When he looks at us, when he thinks of us, he has only good and goodness in mind. He wants the best for us. And he gives. And he gives. And he gives. What do we do? We receive. We take. God keeps giving and we keep taking. And that's okay with God. He even teaches us in the Lord's Prayer. Give us this day our daily bread. God gives and he wants us to receive. He wants us to take. Luther teaches us in the small catechism that God gives daily prayer God gives daily bread to everyone, even evil people. Even without our prayers. But we pray in this petition that God would lead us to realize it and to give thanks to Him for our great blessings. That's what thanksgiving is about, friends. To realize that what we have, who we are, the stuff we own, they're gifts. Gifts from a gift-giving God. Thanksgiving Eve, tomorrow, Thanksgiving Day. Maybe you're thinking, oh, I don't have all that much to be thankful for. This wasn't such a, a great year. Think of all the gifts that God has given and continues to give. 
that we simply take for granted. Luther teaches us this way. What is daily bread? Daily bread includes everything that has to do with the support and needs of the body, such as food and drink, clothing and shoes, house and home, land, animals, money, goods, a devout husband, a devout wife, devout workers, devout and faithful rulers, good government, good weather, peace, health, self-control, good reputation, good friends, faithful neighbors. And because when we count our blessings, we can never have a complete list. Luther says, and the like, things like these, etc., etc., etc. My friends, tonight, here in God's house, we enter his gates with thanksgiving. Why? Because God has given us everything we need to support this body and life. Why? Because God has given us his son, Jesus, to pay for all of our sins. Why? Because God has given us the Holy Spirit, called us to faith in the waters of holy baptism, continues to feed us as we hear his word and eat and drink his very body and blood. This Lord, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit is good. His steadfast love, his mercy, his grace, his faithfulness, his compassion endures forever. His faithfulness to all generations. It will never run out. What is God's faithfulness? It means He keeps His promises. We live in a world where people stretch the truth. Where people tell bold-faced lies. Where people have good intentions. And so we've become very cynical. My friends, even for those lies, mistruths, good intentions not followed through, and our lack of thankfulness, Christ Jesus has bled and died. He says, my son, my daughter, your sins are forgiven. And his faithfulness his truthfulness, His love, His mercy washes over all our sin and endures forever and ever and ever. So go ahead and ask. What are you thankful for this year? Go ahead, count your blessings one by one. But remember, we cannot receive unless there is a giver. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, our gift-giving God is worthy of our love, our worship, our adoration, our praise, and our thanksgiving, now and forever. Amen. 
Now may the peace of God, which far surpasses all understanding, keep our hearts, our minds, our thankfulness in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Amen.